And in the meantime, I'll turn Santa Claus into Santa Heartless. <laughs> Are we done? Good evening, boobs and ghouls, or should I say, bells and geese? <laughs> That's a G word that relates to Christmas, right? Yeah. Uh, we are coming at you today with another installment of Kingdom Hearts by Heart, where we'll be discussing the... Halloween Town slash Christmas Town escapades of KHT. I'm your jolly little elf, Kevin. Joined does, by my... Does that mean I'm the gremlin? Do I get to be the Halloween gremlin this time? Uh, sure. Yeah. Whatever you want. <laughs> we will be piloting this this wild sleigh ride. Um. So yeah, normally. This is the part where we abruptly shift to the Disney corner, but yeah. uh, seeing as how this is just the first movie's plot, uh, which we discussed last time, uh, we got nothing new to talk about. So we're gonna we're gonna skip the Disney corner this week. We're just, we're gonna wait. Bye 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 Disney corner, <laughs> and we're just gonna jump straight into the game discussion. Unless you have any thoughts about the Nightmare Before Christmas franchise. Um, that may inform our our playtime. I don't think so, really. Uh, if any, for those who are just here because we're playing Kingdom Hearts two or discovered us late later in life, you can go back and watch the first H Town episode. It's probably mm -hmm. within the ten, so probably around episode ten, and you'll you'll hear our yeah. thoughts on the movie in general there. In and yeah. it's a Halloween Town. Um, well, I know you've made reference to this, but I don't have any context to it but there is the halloween town sequel game that i know you've mentioned a handful of times oogie's revenge, oogie's revenge. on playstation 2 and xbox and whatnot the yeah i never played it okay but i know it's a thing yeah yeah exactly it's like the devil may cry nightmare before christmas game which is weird <laughs> As far as plot goes, I think it's literally... It's pretty much just the plot of Kingdom Hearts 2, where Ogie's inexplicably back. <gasps> so, you gotta fight him. <laughs> um, I once wanted to check it out, but never enough to, like, you know, buy it. So, <laughs> you know, I guess. Um, but, yeah. So, <laughs> welcome back to Halloween Town. So, the boys are back in Spooktown, and they're back in their Halloween garb. Mm -hmm. I want to say Sora's outfit is slightly different, but maybe that's just because his proportions are different, where he has longer limbs now, but he I looks slightly different. Yeah. Um, yeah, because he's like a little more squat in Kingdom Hearts 1, where yeah. he's just more compact, but... um. I do have a figurine of this here Halloween Town Sora mm. uh, from Kingdom Hearts 2. And yeah, he's he's got some longer reach um, and he looks nicer because I think they they have a bring arts for the Kingdom Hearts 1 Halloween Town Sora as well. But yeah, the it's just somewhat different sizing. I know but those, anyway... I know, yeah, I know those one for two. I, I, I just, I just go, spoiler, I just googled it. 
I, yeah, I know it's Kaiju just because he's wielding decisive pumpkin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, I feel like they had a KH1 version a while back, but maybe you can't really find it anymore. Yeah. But I could be wrong. Um, so, yeah, they are back, and they just mosey on in, as you do. And, yeah, immediately, I'm already questioning what the intent of the cutscene is, because they do the whole, <laughs> oh, yeah, we're back in Halloween Town, and then Donald has a line where he's like, yeah, but it's all spooky, why? And then he, he turns his head, like a little double take, and then it does a close-up shot of what we could assume to be, like, the the road, the street leading into Guillotine Gate. Guillotine Gate, I mean. Yeah. Um, but I, I never know what what we're supposed to be getting out of that. Because I guess the idea is, oh, Halloween Town's getting Christmasified. But all we're seeing <laughs> is just little orange lights. Yeah, they're just like the Christmas is... lights going to Guillotine Square. It, when we get into Guillotine Square, we see... Like, all the actual Christmas stuff, though. Yeah, so, exactly. But, like, the little... lights that we're seeing here could easily just be Halloween lights, because they're just orange. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like they're trying to, like, do this punchline of, like, wait, what's going on? But it's literally like, wait, what? what's going on? I, you know, uh, what is it? Uh, they're the same picture. <laughs> A little premature. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, if it was like they get into the town and then, oh no, there's presents here, and oh, there's a tree, and oh my gosh, what's Jack doing in the sleigh? Then you could have the, what's going on here? This ain't Halloween. But mm-hmm. like, yeah, they definitely pulled that trigger too early. Or at least, if that's what you want to do, then at least spruce up the, the, the background a little bit to actually make it look like something that would stop Donald in his tracks, but whatever. <laughs> yeah, because so, for... Uh, that's always annoyed me. <laughs> I don't know. I think it's just the graveyard is where this this weird, yeah. I'll, I'll call it pathway, because we we never stop in here. We always, we're always going through, basically. Yeah. But if towards the hinterlands, which is where all the holiday doors are, was regular, and then maybe the Moonlit Hill was regular, but the minute you turn towards Guillotine Gate and Stone Walls where the lights are... If there were, like, mm-hmm. excessive Christmas-esque Halloween town decorations, I think... Yeah. Can, yeah. I just, I just imagine a big, like, Eda Joe's here is, like, the big, like, look, something's different. Ha ha ha. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, you need... Like it... <laughs> I don't know. I think you need it to be more in your face as opposed to, like, little... little yeah. We don't need the breadcrumbs. We know what's happening. We The cutscene, like, the world starts with Jack going right. into Halloween town. Then we're like, whoop, now we're here. So going to Christmas town, you mean? Yeah. Yep. yep sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, no, especially like, uh, playing out, um, on PS2 and standard definition where like, you can even, you can barely even make out the lights. It's like, literally, what am I supposed to be looking at right now? Exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, but we are here and yeah, they're just going to do the whole Christmas town shtick, but, um. Yeah. While you're in the graveyard, you can check in with the boys and I thought it was interesting how I think it's Donald specifically calls out like, oh, it's nice being a mummy again or something like that, where he's like, I didn't like these clothes at first, but now I'm kind of kind of glad to be wearing them again. (laughs) So they're like they're calling attention to the fact that they are now spooky. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And they kind of did that in the first game. But here, like he goes as far to acknowledge it as like, these are clothes that I am wearing. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I'm 
As opposed to a whole midsection that has just disappeared. It's been chopped off. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, so what What does this transformation look like? Do they just automatically... Well, I mean, I guess we're going to find out in a couple of cutscenes, but is it just something that, like, poof, you're Halloween Donald now? Or does he, like, have to, like, get out the gauze, start unraveling, <laughs> put on the makeup? So, yeah, it's just weird. I'm like... Uh, like, is this a spell? Is this, like, the world's magic? Is this Donald's magic? What's yeah, going on? I would say the world's magic, because I was about to say, you know, we we have we made the joke, or alluded to the fact that in KH1, this is our, oh, I guess one of two worlds where we transform. The other being Atlantica, but that's Donald. I think even then we questioned mm-hmm. the, uh, the choice of why we look spooky, mm-hmm. but now we're getting into the nitty-gritty of it. I think... If I can call to this, if I can call to uh, Monstropolis, which we'll see much, much, much further down the road, I want to say it's the world itself, then. Yeah. Because we we know, well, we're just going back to Cage 1 a lot today, but going back to Cage 1, Atlantica, sort of being like, we can't breathe underwater, damn it, and Donald's like, bitch, I got you. Um, But this seems yeah. to be very much the world itself doing a little something. And I wonder. I'm not gonna question it too much because I feel like in potentially in recoded. I mean, that's old data anyway. It doesn't. It yeah. does. It affects the mainline boys, but like I feel like in three, five, eight, or two encoded, like this obviously there is no yeah. Halloween Roxas sad face. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wonder. I wonder if the manga explains what's going on there because i feel like it's pretty good for explaining like filling in those little gaps so that'll be interesting i'll yeah. check that out um but yeah we're back we're spooky let's go find the skellington man uh so yeah head on over to the gate and here comes jack happy christmas mm-hmm. that was that was a line in the trailer that they played a lot um <laughs> and yeah, he's he's doing the whole Christmas thing, and so it's like, this is weird. Aren't you supposed to be the Halloween guy? And Jack's like, <laughs> so last year, try to keep up, kid. Uh, but Sora is immediately smitten at the mere mention of one Santa Claus. Santa um, Claus. So, <laughs> so Sora is immediately in for the ride. Um. But, oh, no, we have to go to the doctors to run some Christmas experiments. Is it like the, um, the, like, flight of the sleighs off or something? And he's like, let's go check in with Dr. Finkelstein. Yeah, he's like, I need to check with Dr. Finkelstein. He, he, I think either here or the next scene, he alludes to the fact that he has to stop by Sally as well. So, mm-hmm. uh. Oh, pop, yes. Mm-hmm. Pop points to go to the lab. Yep, so no, no Carlos encounters yet. Just a lot of shuffling around. Um, but yeah, we go to the lab, and then, yeah, I mean, they just explain, we're trying to do this whole Christmas thing, and Donald and Goofy know what's up, and they're both like, this seems like a, a terrible idea. But and it is! Sora, <laughs> Sora just wants to meet Sandy! Yeah! <laughs> um, let's see, what is it? He's like, um, yeah, let's go help him out, and then we can go see Santa! <laughs> Yeah, there's there's Classic. the uh, the cut to all of the uh, H-Town Christmas decorations, like the skeleton yeah. reindeer, and so on. Like, Donald and Goofy are shuddering, and so on. 
Sora's just like, yeah, I'm so jazzed, man. I can't contain it anymore. Yeah. Where are my presents? <laughs> Although that's more Donald. I think he has a line exactly like that, where he's like, if Sam is in trouble, who's going to deliver my presents? Something like that, or if you talk to him during one of the... Yeah. I think Yuletide Hill is another place where the party doesn't follow you around. You can speak to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Jack hereby dubs the uh, bodyguards <laughs> for some reason. Well, Even though he's perfectly capable of taking care of himself. Yes. <laughs> Although, is the idea that it's supposed to be Santa Claus's bodyguards? I, 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 could, I could see a little... <laughs> hmm. Hmm. That's a real conundrum. So, towards the end, because I, I had to replay some today just to catch up, he does he does say the words, Onward, bodyguards! But it's when we have to yeah. go, get, uh, go get Santa. So, um, yep. a, little, a little bit of column A, a little bit of column B. Mm-hmm. So. Um, also, we, uh, we can we get a little glimpse at life post Oogie. Mm-hmm. Uh, where uh, Lockshock and Beryl are now the doctor's assistants, uh, which is pretty cute, but they pretty much instantly betray him. Yeah, <laughs> and but they're, they're also so not very good pain. at what they they're do. They're still pains in the ass. <laughs> yeah. They literally, like, what is it they do? They help with an experiment. Do they botch it by accident or, like, on purpose? I feel like, once again, a little bit of column A, a little bit of column B. Mm-hmm. It, it could have been by accident, but they showed no remorse. So True. Anything, yeah, they, they're like, they ah, were ah, ah, Yeah. Pickle signs like, this cost me millions of dollars. You know how many grants I had to get to approve all this product? They're like, screw you, old man. <laughs> they, they literally run out as we're like running in, based essentially. Yep. <laughs> Pretty much. Um, so, yeah, keep that in mind that they are hanging around. But, yeah, we move forward with Jack. And finally, or wait, um,. Also in this cutscene, Jack mentions the Heartless, which is weird, because he's like, first of all, he's like, oh, those guys are out there. You know, the ones who are trying to ruin Christmas and Halloween? It's like, what do you mean they were trying to ruin Christmas? Like, that wasn't a thing last time. It wasn't a thing so last that's, time. That, that's a confusing line. Yeah, but, it's, I think it's bad. I, <laughs> I have a mixed, I have emotions, because last time we were literally, unless, I mean, this is also kind of Jack, this is kind of Jack's personality too, though. So, in Cage 1, we were trying to, con- at least they were, trying to control the Heartless tease for Halloween. Yep. And now Jack's like, hmm, who are they? You know, a search ghost walks up and smacks him in the face. He's like, hmm, I feel like I've seen this man before. Yeah, like, why are you acting like you don't remember them when you, like, this was your whole plan it's last year? It's literally just shtick. But I could also yeah. see Jack being like, okay, this, this object, this t- thing I was using is... Far gone. Maybe I, I don't care for it anymore. But to go back to, I guess, to help my... To improve the previous point, we also beat the everything crap out of a bunch of Heartless. So how would you... How could you forget that? Yeah. Uh, I guess it's just the, the fickle mind of a tortured artist. Yep. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, we continue, and now we got some Heartless action. Uh, so we beat him up. Um, and yeah, so you're in the guillotine square, which as we alluded to last episode, yes. looks completely different than it did in Kingdom Hearts 1, where just the whole layout's changed and like, 
Yeah, like the proportions are off, like there's a lot more space. Um, so that's weird. But also, there's like all these weird interactable elements that don't really do anything. <laughs> so if you examine around the, the doctor's lab, it pretty much calls out to all of them. Yeah. Um, so the gate will shiv you if you get close to it. Or, sorry, the, the guillotine. Um, let's see, the... the the sewer grates will just shoot out Old Faithful and yep. just knock you <sighs> ten ways to Sunday. Um, the the actual uh, fountain, if you hit it, will just shoot a little slime ball at you. And then Jack's gate, for some reason, has this ex- insane security feature where it just knocks you out. And it's like, okay, what am I supposed to do with this? Like, is it like... <laughs> use these when you're fighting Heartless? Because if that's the case, I have no idea how to do that reliably. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and then, when you do get hit, it doesn't do any damage. It just hits you. So it's like, why did they go through all the effort to like make these a thing when they, they're not really a thing? <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, we'll see once we get to Christmas Town, the interactables there, which I think work mm-hmm. a, a little bit better. But yeah, for these, they're kind of very much walk near them and try to lure they're they're very they are like the the they're literally just all double-edged swords like oh i could redirect a heartless this way get splashed by the gate or get hit by the guillotine but there's also i mean probably to to be honest a better chance that you're gonna get smacked the hell out of by one of these interactables so they're they're more hindrance than helpful (laughs) yeah like you'd be so much better off just taking them out normally than like going through all these hoops of like maybe getting hit on them that won't even do that much damage so yeah i didn't really understand it <laughs> like i appreciate because you know kingdom hearts 2 levels like there's so little going on with them so i i'll take whatever i can get in terms of oh that's something kind of different yeah but, i mean there's not really anything else to say <laughs> <laughs> aside from in and final mix the geysers are somewhat useful because they will launch you into the air and you can get a sticker if you aerial recover in the right spot. So oh. that's pretty helpful. Uh, I need I'll to go back that. and get that, apparently. Oh, my God. Mm. There were some in yeah. the, uh, so the, the, uh, the shipping and receiving in Halloween Town, in Christmas Town, is the yep. final level. And I, I literally, like, during the cutscene, there are, like, some stickers. And even during the battle, I saw some stickers. And I was like... Why can't I just get off the conveyor belt and go get the stickies? Or not stickers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they are. They're technically stickers. They're floating crowns. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, well, I always go to the, you know, they're, they're puzzle pieces in the journal, so they're always confusing in my head. But yes, as soon as the battle was over and it kicked us back to the world map, I immediately went back to that area and I was like, gimme, gimme, gimme. Mm-hmm, for sure. <laughs> um, so yeah, you take out the Heartless... Uh, and then Jack decides to take us to a Christmas town. Um, so we mosey our way back to the hinterlands. Yep. So we're just going back the way we came. Um, and then, yeah, we get there. And, yeah, we go through the whimsical portal. Um, Whoa. Whoa. At least, at least the first time it's like a... You know, it's it's similar to the movie. There's the whole, mm-hmm. you said, the whole whimsical element of going through 
the, yeah. the door. For sure. So I appreciate that. Yeah. And Jack's doing, like, the whole sales pitch of, like, oh, it's the most wonderful place you've ever seen. And Sora's just like, just open it already for the love of God, man. You already sold me out. Shut up and take my money. (laughs) Pretty much. (laughs) So away they go. Mm -hmm. But they do not come out the same as when they entered. Mm Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, they they get spit out, and now they've been Christmasified. Oh boy! Welcome to Final Mix Plus. <laughs> yeah. So in the original game, um, they just kept their outfits throughout the whole world. But yeah, in Final Mix, they get little little cheerful outfits, little holiday outfits. And, and now time to cute. judge them. <laughs> uh, who wore it best? Um. Yeah. So I guess I guess we could talk about Sora's because he's. This is the most similar, but, um... Yeah, it's... It's very mixed bag to me, personally. Mm. So, but back before we had access to Final Mix Plus, so literally several, like, literally about a decade before this game, or, you know, a decade has changed, I should say. I always thought it looked really cool upon playing as this character, or, you know, this version of Sora... At least a small handful of times at this point. I wish it went further beyond. Like, compared to Donald and Goofy, they look completely changed for yeah. uh, Christmas Town. Whereas Sora was like... Uh, Sora had a very last-minute costume change, unfortunately. So he just ripped <laughs> yeah. off some of his, like, imp clothes and just sucked some Christmas clothes on top of them and called it a day. So... Yeah. Mm. So he—I mean—he's basically Santa. He's basically—he's got the whole Santa outfit going on, but he's—he's he's still got the Halloween Town grays and dark colors. Yeah, and, it's still black and whites. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah whereas the other two are very much Christmas. Yeah, his little but he's leg like this weird in between. Are kind of mm-hmm. orange too, red orange. So he could—he truly couldn't abandon. Despite the fact that Sora is all in about this Christmas ish, he still can't let go of Halloween. Apparently. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, he's got a little Santa hat, which is cute. He's got a little Santa like belt buckle. Mm-hmm. He's wearing gloves now. And he's got like you know the little trim around his neck and sleeves. Yeah, or it might just be the sleeves actually. Um, but yeah, he still it's still just a black outfit, so it looks very out of place. Yeah, and um, I know there's key art of Sora in this outfit, but it's it's an actual red outfit, and it was like. This was like a Merry Christmas from Kingdom Hearts type of thing. Um, so, like, they could clearly do that. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, I, I'd be curious if there's a mod out there of someone who just, you know, changes the color of this outfit. <laughs> yeah, I know they're, speaking of Bring Arts, there's there's definitely a Bring Arts of this as well. <laughs> oh, for sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, so, yeah, his is okay. It's not too fancy, but whatever. Although... Let's see, because his arms are exposed, and I don't know what's going on, if it's just this outfit, or oh, yes. all yep. of this, but he literally has twigs for arms, and it's yeah. very distracting. Like, it's his arms creepy. are more twiggy than the literal snowman with sticks for arms. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It suits the um, costume. Like you don't, you don't, you don't question it until you stare at it for a little too long. Yeah, it's like it's like actually changing his anatomy because I feel like his arms are not 
that skimpy normally. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, they're still, like, pretty, I don't know, average, I guess you could say. But there's, like, some sort of definition to them. But here, it's literally just, like... Now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got normal... He's got normal arms. Yeah. But here, it's literally just, like, a toilet paper roll. That, yeah, essentially, yes. <laughs> or a paper towel roll. Real skinny. Yeah, real, real, real skinny arms. Sora has been skipping mm-hmm. arm day, unfortunately, which is... Which, as a sword master, I think is a very bad choice. But uh, you do, you do. Yeah. <laughs> so that's Sora. Um, and I guess one other thing: do his like what do the dry forms look like? I the dry forms. For, so I, I, I guess Sora. a bit that I do like is that he has the the crown, the K, the KH crown above his belt yep. buckle, on like the front side of the Santa suit. Um, oh, mm-hmm. I ended this in Valor form, so I. Uh, the symbol nice. on there are like a symbol for the suit appears on the back, and then his trimmings turn yes. into the color of whatever dry form he is. Yes, I remember that now. Yes, yep. yeah, because I did. I ended this world in valor form, so I had the the red fleur de lis on the back, as well as the yeah. you know, the red trimmings. And well, I guess that also goes. I. I'm still here. I, I just. Went brain dead. Um, speaking of dry forms, I do enjoy the Halloween Town drive form. Yeah, those are new as, as well. Yeah, we should talk mm. about those. Yeah, they're pretty cute. I mean, it's nothing major. It's just his little pumpkin changes, um, and then he like kind of has a little aura around him, but mm. not really. It's it's very subtle. <laughs> um, but yeah, so if I remember correctly, when he turned to Valor in his little pumpkin pendant, is that supposed to be a bomb? Is there, yes, it's a Final Fantasy bomb. Nice. Correct. <laughs> nice, nice. Very, very clever. Yeah. And then Wisdom, which is very cute, turns into a little blue mage. You love to see it. Yep, little black mage. Um, black mage. Sorry. I guess we don't have the other forms, so I won't speak on to them. Mage. But yes, yeah. all the other forms exactly. have their own one we'll talk about them later on. Yeah, and then um, but yeah, when you the the bring arts figure I have, he yeah, you can switch you can switch them out oh. um to all the different forms because it actually it comes with two keyblades. It comes with Kingdom Key for some reason because yeah. God knows you don't have enough of those. And then <laughs> pumpkin, so he's like supposed to be in a dry form. That's kind of the idea. Oh, okay, cool. But, um, yeah. Um. So yeah, then soars outfits. And then, uh, should we talk about Donald next? Yes. I think Donald Donald's the most drastic. <laughs> Goofy's <Yes>. kind of, <laughs> um, like, mm, he's further along than Sora, but he still retains yeah. some of, I, we'll talk about Donald. Yeah. He's a snowman. So, yeah, he's just a snowman. <laughs> <laughs> just a straight up snowman, and there's, yeah, there's not really any spooky features that carry over. Um, Correct. So he's got a little snowman body, he's got a little... Um, pale on his head. It's yep. like a little hat. It's very cute. He's got the little wrappings around his uh, his feetsies. Mm-hmm. Kind of like the uh, the Uncle Scrooge wrappings, where it's like they're not shoes, yep. but they are something. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then he's got a little, little shovel up his butt. For his tail. Does he? I don't think I've really noticed that too yeah, much. Yeah, no, it's a very cute little detail that 
can often be overlooked. But yeah, if you examine Donald's butt, <laughs> yeah, you're just gonna stare little... at that ass. And I am right now, it's actually. Good. So yeah, and I now see it. Yeah, it's got a little shovel. Um, and then yeah, his arms are sticks, <laughs> as you do as literal a sticks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know. Donald's pretty cute. Um, I always like how he gets the goofy transformations. <laughs> Pun intended, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he's just not afraid to. He's just not afraid to get silly with it. Um, but yeah, he good. And then Goofy is, yeah, he's just basically wearing a coat. <laughs> um, yeah. And so he's like supposed to be a reindeer, obviously. Yeah. But um, yeah, he's got some antlers, and then his his feet turn into hooves. Yep. Which is kind of weird. <laughs> And he's got, like, a Christmas coat on, and then um, his eyes are still, like, the crazy eyes, which is kind of weird. Yes, they're still the Halloween Town. <laughs> like, one is, I think one is, there's no pupil, perhaps, and the other has, like, an extra ring. Yeah. Around the white of the eye. So, yeah, he's still got the wonky eyes, which are from his werewolf Frankenstein's monster Halloween yeah. Town outfit. So, a, l- a little bit of both. If... If Sora is mild and Donald is wild, Goof is the voice of reason, as always, and is right in the middle of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm looking at him now. I guess I guess it's more drastic. So, yeah, he's recently just transformed into a reindeer, and then he's got a little Christmas vest, and then he's wearing a wreath around his neck. Yeah. Very cute. Um, he got a big old then... belt, because Nomura. Oh, for sure. And then... His nose, so his nose is glowing, like Rudolph, but it's orange, like yeah. Halloween. So, <laughs> I guess Donald's the odd man out here, where, like, there's really nothing Halloween-y about him. So, I get, you know, the whole the whole idea behind Night Before Christmas is Christmas and Halloween. You got your Christmas and my Halloween. So, like, exactly. it's cute. <laughs> that they're doing that in the outfits, but then Donald just over here, like, he just totally lost the memo, and he's like, oh, I thought you we were going full Christmas. <laughs> Ooh. But, they're all pretty good. And, yeah, mm-hmm. it's appreciated, because let's see, Christmas Town is, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, I guess that's actually a lot of rooms for the cage to average, but um, <laughs> six very small rooms. So like to have a whole outfit change for half a world is, it's a nice touch that was not needed. Yeah. Um. So I appreciate it. Christmas. Uh, but that's not the only thing that changes because we also get a new soundtrack. Um, so it's like the whole, you know, Merry Christmas tune, like, it's all very fanciful and holiday-y. Uh, but in the original, <laughs> they would still play the Halloween Town theme in Christmas Town. I was about to say, I, do they still like, play that? And I, you're, Yeah, you're right. Yeah. And now looking back, I'm like, wow, why do they ever think that was a good idea? This is so tonally conflicting. <laughs> Um, so, yeah, that's nice. Mm-hmm. I will say I do appreciate the Christmas Town, Christmas Town, Christmas Town soundtrack, whatever the, yeah. the background that may be playing as we speak, maybe, uh, going off. It's, I mean, it puts you in the mood, 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. And um, it's just cool because, you know, most of the Final Mix editions are more, I guess, gameplay focused. Like, here are extra boss battles, here are extra abilities, here's a new difficulty. Like, yeah. More functional than form, I guess you could say. So, like, yeah. the fact that they added, you know, here's, like, these cosmetic changes. Um,. It's just a nice little touch. Yeah. Especially because it's, like, specifically for a Disney World where I feel like most of Final Mix content is, you know, for original worlds or, like, world agnostic for the Disney Worlds, I mean. Um, so, yeah. It's nice. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Back to the show. Uh, we make our way to old Christmas town. Well, actually, reversing a little bit. Sorry. <laughs> um... So, yeah, I wanted to make a point about how they completely changed their outfits. So, this would imply that, yeah, it's the world's magic, because when we see them going, they're in Halloween form. When yes. they come out, they are in Christmas form. And so there's clearly... no explanation. Yes. So... <laughs> so, yeah, we can assume, okay, it's the world's magic changing their appearance. But, um, hi, sorry, I'm pretty sure just two worlds ago we established... That Sora Don Goofy are immune to the world's magics. Yep. <laughs> so which is it, Namura? Either they are <laughs> immune to the pirate's curse, <laughs> or they don't change their outfits when they go to Halloween Town. You can't have both. <laughs> you can't have your cake and eat it too. You can't have your belts uh, and buckle them as well. Yeah. Uh, it's just so annoying. Like, especially because like. The reason that they had this whole explanation of, like, the Pirate's Curse is, like, something that was a rule he already made up. Like, the thing that changed them into the Pirate's Curse. Like, that wasn't a thing in the movie. Ugh, I'm getting too deep into it. Basically, he invented <laughs> this problem for nothing, and it just makes things more confusing, as always. Yep. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, that's the thing. Woo! Uh, but yeah, we go on into the Halloween Town or the Christmas Town Square. I mean, um, <laughs> well, actually, I'm sure at some point between then and now, we get a little cutscene, uh, Maleficent being up to no good. Yes, and, it's, um, uh, I think it's back when before we get to the hinterlands. So when we get out of the yeah. graveyard, I believe is when it triggers. But yeah, yeah, so it still fits in. Yeah, so she runs into Lock, Shock, and Barrel, and they're like, "Beat it." Yeah, crazy old broad, and they're like, "Who's this? Some old hack." <laughs> uh, so even know. they're just clowning on her, <laughs> and she's like, "I don't get any respect." But... Uh, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, this is probably her at her lowest for sure. So she hatches this harebrained scheme to bring back Oogie Boogie mm. for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> well, they don't. Yeah, so, well, I guess a Shock mentions Oogie, and she was like, well, the, uh, every, things were more fun when Oogie was around. He's like, oh, yeah. Oogie was your master, huh? And, of course, they've worked, they've been co-workers in the past to varying yep. degrees of success. Oogie couldn't summon Heartless, so he was, you know, he had to take some an extra, and some, some pills for that. We don't, we don't question it. It happens to 95% of men. Just can't summon a heartless. You know what? It's, it's, it'll be all right, though. Don't worry 95% about it. 95% of bug sacks. <laughs> exactly. So, I, I guess... I mean, spoiler alert, it falls completely apart 
but she does uh, decide to bring back Oogly Boogly, and that brings Maleficent's powers into question here, and then later on yeah. I'll bring it up again about what Maleficent yeah. can and cannot do, because based exactly. on what we've seen her do, she could take over everything, and she... Kingdom Hearts 1 Maleficent, who knew what the hell was going on, and was playing the fool... Not playing the fool's game, but puppeteering everything from behind the scenes was great. And she has never been the same since, unfortunately. Yeah, so, like, if you had her, like, scheming of KH1 with her power levels of KH2, she'd be unstoppable. Exactly. (laughs) But, like, here... Oh, my God. They gave her her peep brain. (laughs) Yeah, so... So far, her evil schemes have included, aside from just, oh, we'll turn whoever the villain is into a heartless of the world, uh, her ambitions include, uh, we're going to take over the Disney castle, So yep. now, ah, I'm going to destroy that ridiculous Christmas town. <laughs> it's too like, full of why, joy. Why, why are you bothering with this? Why are you wasting your time on this? How does this affect you at all? Like, do yes. you not have bigger fish to fry, nope, ma'am? No. Nope. <laughs> Absolutely not. Pete's doing all the heavy lifting. Don't you know that? <laughs> She's just a straight-up menace. Like, could yeah. you just go somewhere else? You're just bothering us. <laughs> oh, my God. It, 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 it is... It, we live in very interesting times. What can we say? But, yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, she's pretty misguided. So, the I mean, the later bit, if there was a reasoning behind terrorizing Christmas Town, like if we popped it into Christmas Town, or like, and she was already terrorizing everything to get something she wanted, like where's yeah. the where's the ulterior motive? Because I think that's missing. Yeah, exactly. It's what we really don't have in Cage Two. It's she's just trying to get back to her status, whatever status symbol she was in Cage One. And yep. sis, sis, it, sis, it ain't going well for you. You should, uh, you should reconsider a career change at this point. But yep. she's just, mm, 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 mm. just, just wasting her time. Yep. Um. So yeah, we have that to worry about. But for now, Santa. <laughs> so bust on in to his workshop unannounced. Um. And we may be excited to see him, but he's not excited to see us. Jack uh, again. Mm-hmm. So we'll we'll get to that. But they go through the whole naughty or nice list rigmarole between Sora, Donald, and Goofy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Donald and Goofy, you're good boys. You're in. Uh, checks out. Yep. But Sora, <laughs> according to my list here, seven years ago, you said you did not believe in me, you heathen. <laughs> Therefore, no presents for you. <laughs> you saved the entire universe, but you are a non-believer, so you shall be shunned. Yep. <laughs> you are and then, on and the naughty list. <laughs> Sa- Santa eliminates Sora where he stands, and Donald becomes the new Keyblade wielder. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he's a very vengeful Santa. <laughs> There's, maybe I'm just thinking, uh, there's definitely either maybe a, I wouldn't say, I would say fan thought of, but like maybe a fanfic or perhaps actual in some other form of entertainment where Santa is basically this deity or God that feeds off of the, just the, I mean, 
God, I've been playing way too much Final Fantasy fourteen, and most of the the summons, most of the primals are just like if you worship something, mm. if if you wish upon a star and worship something with a lot of crystals, it'll become real. But there's definitely some sort of media where Santa is basically that, like he just feeds off the thoughts and like energy of people. Oh, for putting, sure, like willing him into existence, basically. And so, well, I, isn't that like the plot of Elf? Like, well, not the plot, but at the end, like, isn't a sleigh powered by belief, yes! basically? Oh my god. It's all full <laughs> yeah, circle. No, that's definitely a thing. Oh. Um, yeah, so Santa basically writes Sora off immediately, and Sora's like, Nani? <laughs> um, and then, yeah, he has no good words for Jack, because as you allude to, he says something like, Oh, you're here again? I don't want to see what you're going to do after last time, mm-hmm. which is very confusing. What did Jack do last <laughs> so, time? This line, yeah, this exactly. This line would imply that the events of The Night Before Christmas have already happened. So basically, Jack has already been to Christmas Town, and they've already gone through the whole botched Christmas thing, and then Santa was kidnapping Oogie, etc., 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 um, cause that's, that's the big thing that he did in the movie where mm. he like completely ruined Santa's day. <laughs> yeah. And that's why Santa would hate him. But here it's like, okay, yeah. What, what do you mean? What did Jack do last time? Like, shouldn't this be the first time you're meeting Jack? Because he hasn't even done the whole Christmas thing yet. Like he just discovered Christmas time. Yeah. Well, I think so, he's, I don't know yeah. what they're going for here. <laughs> I think, I, I don't see that as... Halloween Town, the movie, have, having already happened, I see it as, well, uh, we watched, we watched this movie last year, or this year, this year, yeah, earlier this year, damn, um, Jack, 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 there's a point where he goes to, well, in the movie, he goes to Halloween Town, he doesn't see Sandy Claus, but he does kind of mosey on about, he's like, Ooh. Ooh, look mm-hmm. at all this Christmas. Ooh, I can I can copy all this and say it was my idea, or, you know, take inspiration from it at the very least. So I feel like yeah. that he's he's at least been here and annoyed Santa. He's like, Santa, will you take me will you give me some notes on on, on Christmas, please? And he's like, well, Dude, I have no, a job to do. <laughs> Santa doesn't meet Jack until Jack kidnaps him. Because he's Correct. very much flummoxed and does not know what the hell is going on. Yeah. But to your point, that's the only thing that makes sense to me of, like, yeah, in this <laughs> quote-unquote canon, yeah, yeah, Jack must have actually intervened and been like, hey, Santa, I'm your number one fan. I'm your number one fan. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, but then, like, I would accept that, but then Jack, because Sora asks, like, what happened last time? Jack specifically says, it's a long story, which oh. to me feels like a wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Like it's a long story, about seventy minutes long. Yeah, uh, subscribe to Disney Plus. <laughs> um, so yeah, I don't know. I, I guess we'll just say yeah. Like in this version, he has actually talked to Santa before. Like mm-hmm. yeah, but it's just weird. Um, so yeah, they're they're congregating, but then yeah, they hear a. Uh, a smash upstairs, a broken window, and then, yeah, Santa assumes, Jack, this is your doing. And Jack's like, no, I promise. I'm right here. Uh, what are you so talking they... about? Who can it possibly be? Just holds a gun mm-hmm. to... Just, as he holds a gun to Jack. <laughs> Santa's packing. 
So they vow to go help. Uh, so we go investigate. And oh no, it's those danged kids. <laughs> Look, shot um, barrel. And yeah, they break another window for some reason. And then they, they yeet out of there. <laughs> what were they even doing here in the first place? They are just literally, they, so they are, I, I question this scene heavily. They were just literally, so for, for those who have played the game or are playing with us along, when you walk into for, uh, shipping and receiving, whatever the name of that workshop is, but I, th- I know shipping's in the title, there's like a platform, a, there's like a staircase that leads to an area we'll come to when we come back to Halloween Town, but they're just kind of at the top, at top of the landing, just scheming. Yeah. They're not even like really going yeah. into detail about, you know, there's not even a villain monologue, just like whisper, 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 whisper. Whisper, whisper, mm-hmm. oh no, we've been found out. So they, it's the equivalent of like breaking in through one window, getting down, being caught, and then breaking out through a different window and immediately leaving. Yeah, it's it's like they went there, uh, maybe that actually, maybe that is what they're doing. It's like they went there specifically to get caught, but maybe they were trying to lure them back to Halloween Town, so then Christmas Town would be you know, undefended, but then... Yeah, but then we bring them to the... I feel like there's a line later. Yeah. Yeah, we follow them to the hill, and that's where we see Maleficent and Oogles all over again, so... Yeah, and she, like, has a comment where she's like, oh, like, you three must take them out. Like, she she talks about it as if, like, they weren't expecting this, so... Hey, kids, what do you want? A knife? Go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so yeah, they're... They're menacing... And I love how even Santa's like, lock, shock, barrel. Oh, God, not those three. Like, mm-hmm. aren't you supposed to, you know, be trying to encourage them to be nice and not just immediately writing them off as Look, little Look, Santa's been children? doing this for several <laughs> thousand years, probably. He's seen his fair share of problem children, and he knows the ones that cannot be fixed, perhaps. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Um, so, yep, yeah, we're after them. Again, again. Uh, so we run back through Christmas Town, and you can follow their little footprints. And for some reason, they're they're like barefoot prints, where they have little toesies. Yeah, and even Goofy calls it out. <laughs> like he says, like, "What's going on here? Are they barefoot?" And it's like, "Well, yeah, are they? Because clearly, their character models—they're all wearing shoes. So, like, why yeah. are these little?" To me, I haven't examined them, but to me, they always look like like the chick like chicken foot footprints. Mm, they definitely have little toes. I want to say they have only three toes. Yeah, but yeah, I'm not sure what they're going for. Mm. Once again, this world's just all over the place. Of like, they were trying to do a thing, but they didn't really deliver on the thing, so the thing is just confusing. <laughs> um, but yeah, why don't we why don't we take a little break and talk about our other new friends of this world? Uh, the Heartless. Ooh, is a good amount of blades with? Yeah. Yeah, let me see. One, two, three, four. They're kind of in a weird spot. There we go. Why don't you go to the list? Yes, no problem. So, we have one faithful returner. The White Knight, valiant as always. R.I.P. Gargoyles, because I love gargoyles. (sighs) But yes, the White Knight returns. But we're still playing Final Mix versions. So they're not really white knights. They're uh yeah, they're they're, they're dirty knights. knights. Yeah. <laughs> Bronze knight, brown knight, whatever term you prefer. But yeah, they're uh, mm-hmm. they use they're they're unfortunately they had, they had they there's a toilet paper shortage 
and so they had to reuse some, unfortunately. So it's it's a little yep. icky. So yeah, there's still a brown Final Mix color. But White Knights are back. They exist, but kind of similar to soldiers, in my opinion. Like, yeah, we we have a, such an improved skill set at our disposal that they are not really a threat by any means. Yeah, definitely. They're they're like punching bags, basically. <laughs> yeah, they still have their big hops. They still like attack you with their scratchy scratches, but other than that, they're they're pretty commonplace and pretty easy to go over. So yeah, yeah, just little guys. Uh, well, speaking of little guys, let's transition to all the newcomers because we have a few of them actually. Driller moles uh, pop up here for the first time. They're not a Halloween Town exclusive, but this is their mm-hmm. first appearance. So here they are. Um, very similar to I was about to say uh, bows, but that's uh. I'm delving in too much into Zelda right now, mm. but yeah, they're basically these little small mobs, uh, similar to the icy cubes and the fiery globes that we just fought in Agrabah. Yeah. They actually have, like, a, a decent chunk of health, so, um, they're annoying thing. I guess similar to shadows, actually, too, because they'll drill under the ground, but unlike a shadow, their re-emergence is the yep. attack, so don't, yes. you know, just keep and moving. That's... That's hit me a few times, because, yeah, they'll pop up out of nowhere, and then suddenly, like, oh, there goes half my health. Great. Mm-hmm. Except so the man playing critical mode? Yep. <laughs> yeah, you gotta watch out for them, for sure. Yeah, and they, they show up in groups of a few, so you want to be careful, but as soon as you hit, as soon as you get one in a combo, you should be pretty set. Just watch your surroundings, watch out for the other ones. You should be alright. Yeah. Um, I was gonna say Halloween Town exclusive, but is he a Christmas Town exclusive? Yes, yes, and no, I guess. But uh, the new stable for this world is the Toy Soldier, who, again, mm-hmm. I, like I said, I think only appears in. I think he appears in both, actually. But, I'm and, not sure. It would make sense though to split them up because yeah, yeah, they're two variations mm-hmm. that basically look like the same Heartless, but they're not. They have separate journal entries. But yeah, we got the Toy Soldier. Yeah, they try. They try. They transform basically depending on yeah uh whatever but yes so there's the toy soldier which is two modes so they like we just mentioned it's a halloween town mode and a christmas town mode so the halloween town mode is a big scary pumpkin like jack-o'-lantern face with sides for hands edward mm-hmm. scissor hands but also if he gave birth to the pumpkin king perhaps <laughs> yep um but yeah so essentially just uh what is in Olympus Coliseum? The Trick Ghost. Very similar. There is a long-range mode and a short-range mode. So Halloween Town. Oh, uh, yeah, for sure. Uh, old, old scissor hands will slice you up real good, so be careful. Knock them around. Or use magic from a distance. is very effective. IMO. And then he has a, a literal toy soldier mode, which is the Christmas Town mode, where almost like a Buckingham Palace toy soldier-looking deal. Yep. He'll shoot you from afar, so you want to zoom and you zoom with the Keyblade and just bash him in the face a whole bunch. Yeah, they're um, they're pretty tough because the toy soldier like he'll snipe you with very little warning, and then the the melee mode I guess you could say like yeah just stun locks you for days. <laughs> oh yeah, you get hit. You're getting hit. You're you're getting hit a few times. It's not like you get hit yeah. and it's one hit, or you get hit and you get knocked out of his combo. It's like cool kid. Oh, your your shoes are made of glue now. Just just sit yeah. right there, and I'll yeah, cut you into a thousand tiny pieces. Yep, and they have a lot of health. So, mm. usually my go-to for this sort of situation is Reflect, but even that, 
like won't take them out fully. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're gonna have to get your hands dirty with these guys. Um, oh yeah, and it's annoying because Jack, who I guess we should talk a little bit about him, but yep. he's a spellman, and he really likes his thunder spell, which is basically an air juggle, which is like a super air juggle where he carries enemies like to the top of the skybox basically and you can't hit them. Yep. <laughs> so you just have to wait for him to be done with his whole deal and then you can finally get some hits in. But it's like, oh, Jack, just let me oh God. <laughs> oh yeah. Um so yeah, they're definitely the well, I was gonna say they're the toughest, heartless, but I think that honor goes for what I think is the last new one. That's yes. And to cap off our returner, but not really a returner, but inspired by a returner. So weird middle ground, but is technically a new heartless is the Emerald Blues. So just like last week's Silver Rocks, which are basically elementless, uh, like yep. mage dudes, like the Rhapsodies and the Yellow Operas and so on. There's a big boy in this Emerald Blue, which is the, I guess the arrow the wind-based version mm-hmm. that we never got in KH1. Uh, but yeah. they are, like, sora size. They are, like, a human size. Yeah, they're chunky. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they are... I mean, they're mages, so hit them in the face. They mostly... Well, they have long-range attacks, and then when they get super low, which isn't too hard, actually, because they're, they have low defense, because they're mages, uh, they will actually start to chase you down, surrounding you in a tornado, and that will jettison your ass way up high so you want to be careful when they get low (laughs) yep and it it does a ton of damage um and it's basically just like i have no idea what's going on right now like i have no control over anything i'm just floating in the air Uh, it's a panic mode for sure and they also actually use arrow like as a shield as in Mm -hmm. cage one arrow and that also sucks because you can't really close in on them and do damage because they'll just repel you and they hurt you. <laughs> yeah. I would recommend just staying away, waiting for the arrow to go away, and just slide dash back in. You can hit them with yeah. magic, but they're pretty magic resistant, so... It, yeah. I shouldn't say you you don't... You you can if you want to, but it, you, you feel like less of an impact, obviously, because they're resistant. So I feel like waiting it out and conserving your MP for something else is the strategy yeah. for that. Yeah, they're really tough. Like, if you do not have the proper strategy, like, they're one of the few Heartless in this game where, like, you actually have to think about how mm-hmm. am I approaching them instead of just, let me spam X. Um, yeah. yeah, if you're not careful, they will knock you out, as they did to me a few times in this playthrough. Mm-hmm. Especially when there's a few, yeah. like, like a pack of yes. blue spawn. Because, yep. say you just combo one, they usually, I feel like they tend to group together. So you combo one, it's at, like, half health, and it's like, all right, Time for... But then all of them yep. are... Go, it's time for... And then you just get by, like, five tornadoes. It yep, like... For and, sure. and there goes your health bar. <laughs> yep. So. Day tough. So, nice nice batch of Heartless here. Yeah. And yeah. As for Jack, I guess the only real notable thing to talk about is his limit. Uh, I live for the applause, applause, applause. I live for the applause, applause, live for the applause. Yes. Uh, that's, that's the name. <laughs> yeah, the ability um, is applause. The limit itself is dance call. And you dance just, call, baby. You live your wildest dreams of dancing with the Skellington Man. <laughs> yes. Um. So, very thematically on point. 
because it's all about dancing and putting on a big spooky show and it's great and it's very flamboyant and yeah so this is actually my favorite limit in the game go figure well I guess favorite non Donald and Goofy limit because I kind of count them separately. I think so. Um, oh, I think I think definitely too. Yeah. Like these feel like a treat as opposed to Knock Smash and Comet and Duck Flare and uh, I think Goofy World or Whirly Gig is Goofy's other one. But yeah, yep. these 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 feel a little bit more special. They also like they literally all the party the world specific party member limits always start with a little cutscene and end with a little cutscene whereas Donald right. and Goofy transition into the limit themselves. They just go into it. So, yeah. Yeah, exactly. For sure. Um, so, yeah, this is my favorite of the stylish limits, if you will. Because, um, one, I mean, the whole aesthetic is just very fun and spooky. Um, and, two, I feel like it is one of the more effective ones because, one, you're pretty mobile and your attacks have a very wide range. They're basically AoEs. And yep. it's very good. As opposed to a few limits where if you just get stuck in the wrong spot, like, sorry, kid, there's nothing you could do. <laughs> Speaking of jacks, Captain Jack yeah. is, yeah. Exactly. We'll, we're going to keep dicking on it. Don't worry. <laughs> um, And then it's, yeah, it's really good, actually. So I use this to clutch out both boss fights in this world, actually, because it nice. can take out, like, a whole um, bar of health for them. Um, it actually could do more, but I managed to finish them before the whole limit was up. Nice. So, yeah, no, it's good. Um, I like it a lot. <laughs> That's all I gotta say about it. It's one of the few that I will actively use. I think I used it, um, like three times this go through, whereas all the others I only use once just to get it in the journal. But here, correct, like, yeah, I'll use this because it's fun. Yeah, I I kind of equate it to wisdom form. You're very mobile. And then plus the yeah. you mentioned the AOE aspect just makes it okay. There's a there's a little, like I mean here uh, I walk into an area a bunch of heartless spawn dance well oh, it's dance water dance but you know dance call happens and then yep. all of a sudden they're dead. Woohoo! Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's mobile. It's fun. It's got a lot of AOEs. So it's I mean it's it's perfect crowd control. So yeah. Yeah, one hundred percent. So uh, moving on then. Uh, we go back to Halloween Town, and we get back into our Halloween skivvies. And, spoiler alert, has brought Oogie Boogie back. Oogalin' Boogalin's back. Oh, boy. But he's a little jet-lagged, so he has no idea what's going on. And he yeah. barely even remembers her. <laughs> Which is pretty funny. Like, I actually really like him in this visit. Yeah, from a... Uh, doesn't have I, a lot of screen time. <laughs> yeah, from a, from a comedic ass point, I really enjoy Oogie. In terms of plot, I think very little of him, but... Oh, I yeah. will, he, there's yeah. no reason he needs to be here. Correct. <laughs> but he is. But in, in terms yeah. of his appearances and what he what he brings to the table, I think they, they enhance the situation. It's always a treat or a joy or a funny moment, so I can appreciate uh, Oogie's... Uh, absent-mindedness, as we'll call it, because we don't really get into the reasoning for him slowly going mad, basically. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, like, it's an interesting perspective of, like, yeah, like, it, like, bringing him back, which is, like, huge story implications, but basically turning it into a joke. <laughs> yep. Whereas, like, all the other Disney characters or villains who come back, which I guess it would just be Jafar and 
Ursula. I was about uh, to say, about yeah, it. I think it's only the two, but but still. Yeah. Yeah, like, Jafar, like, his coming back is very much like a threat, and, you know, they're pulling from the movie. And then Ursula, it's not addressed at all. So I like that they did something a little different with this, where it's it's basically like uh, the man, the not the Mandalorian, the Mandarin uh, from Iron Man 3. <laughs> where it's like, oh, this was a complete farce. Um, so yeah, he back and Maleficent loops him into this whole destroy Christmas town plot for some reason. But uh, they catch wind that Jack and the boys are on their way. Mm-hmm. So Maleficent orders the trick or treaters, which I guess is a way to refer to them. Um, yeah, I don't know how else to call them. Lock, shot, and barrel. <laughs> um, she tells them to defeat the gang. And she specifically says, do not fail me. Which is like, what did, well, what did you expect? <laughs> <laughs> They're three children. They're three you, children they have going up ch- against the Keyblade wielder who took out you a year yep. ago. Who took you out, I mean. Um, like, you really think that they're going to win this one? <laughs> yeah. And then also... Well, you're busted as heartless. <laughs> yeah. I, I think back to last year. Last year. Last game. Not last game. Cage one. We literally were in a small room with these kids. And we had to beat the ever living crap out of them. Yeah. So like they haven't proven actually... themselves very useful, lady. So I don't know what you're thinking. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, she does. She just leaves them. A hard... It's the equivalent of like let me give you this power boost before I leave. Yeah. And she because also she has O three a few times in Cage One, but uh, I digress. Like here's like the you do not fail me now, and here's this additive to help you out. Yep. Yeah. So boss fight time, baby. Woo-hoo. Yeah. Um, um, to be fair, yeah. I mean, we'll we'll come we'll come full circle at the end of Cage Two, but this is probably one of my favorite boss fights in the entire game. Yeah, no, it's definitely a good one. Um, you know, it's got a nice big space for you to actually run around in. Uh, the boss, like the design, of the boss is fun, but the fight itself is interesting. Yes. Um. So yeah, it's basically. A heartless boss, but with drive forms. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so the it gobbles up the kids. Would like to challenge you. <laughs> so it gobbles them up, and then it changes its attacks um, with each kid. Mm. Um, so I, I couldn't tell you who goes with who, but um, yeah, I think at first it starts with the. Um... Oh, actually, I couldn't tell you which one it starts with. <laughs> I can. <laughs> uh, yeah. So before you even get to interact with the prison keeper. He eats shock, or not shock, lock. So he turns into fire mode, essentially. Uh, yes. In general, the prison creeper has, like, a few, like, swipe attacks. And then he has four, I was about to say kid-specific. That sounds kind of weird. Form-specific attacks. Yeah. So for lock, it is a big fireball that is big, tasty, and easily deflectable. So you should yeah. you should deflect it. Um, for guard, sure. guard and reflect work wonders here, so... Don't be scared to shove yep. it back in his face. Uh, it doesn't hurt him, but it does stun him. So, you know. Oh, yes. Reflect that it, zippity zop in, stun. do what you gotta do. Yep. You should be fine. Um, I think, yeah, he literally goes in order of lock, shock, and barrel. So, mm-hmm. yeah, we just went over lock, lock's fire. Shock is more lightning-based. So, he'll do uh, the, the dumb lightning ball move. So, actually very similar to the Emerald Blues. He has kind of this whirly gig tornado attack and he'll like almost yes. uh, it, uh the 
air pockets or like the little air tornadoes in Mulan remind you of this where they just shoot Sora up to the top of the skybox. He'll do that and then it'll start to rain down a bunch of lightning balls. So be very, very, very careful. Um, But we're on Curly Hill. Although in this version, we, I guess in the old version, we couldn't either. Uh, It's very hard to stand on top of Curly Hill. So you don't get too much air time. But uh, yeah. And a point before I forget about it. If you do an aerial finisher on him, uh, it knocks him back to the ground. So, uh, wait oh, until nice. he kind of floats to mid-height, and then once you get a combo off, he'll he'll fall down to the ground. So, just a little, little helpful tip. Um, and then Barrel doesn't really have an element. He just kind of gets buff. Right. Put down just, you know, brute force. Um, he's got yep. a few power attacks, but mainly is a part where he holds his, literally holds the mouth open and has to assisted biting down on Sora. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that was the most straightforward, luckily. And he doesn't really go aerial. So uh, that's really the, the, you know, this is the form where you want to dodge all the moves. The minute you sidestep all of them, you should get a a good combo off and you'll be, you'll be fine. And I guess you can't delay any of the, well, you can delay the forms, but you can't prevent them. So after a certain bit, he'll be knocked out of a form. He'll try to eat the next kid. Uh, re- if you're close enough, the inside combo reaction command will pop up. And again, yeah, so much it's like very finicky, fun- though. Yes, there are some times where it just does not want to activate. I yep. I realize that, well, one, you can't be aerial just in general. But because he's kind of an aerial boss, and I think of the curly hill as kind of like, almost like this flat cone. Almost like a tent, basically. Like, it's flat on the edges, but the more you get towards the inner, it's more, like, it slopes, obviously. So sometimes when you're, like, on a slope, or you're on the slope, but technically in midair for some reason, you'll get locked out of doing it, I found. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, and you have to be very, very close to him. Like, I think even when it pops, you have to be, like, a step or two beyond that towards him to kind of get it off, but... You'll jump in his mouth, and uh, unfortunately, Sora is not very chewable, especially with that damn Keyblade. So you be- you you'll beat him up. He'll get us. You'll stun him, and you can pop out of his mouth and deal some damage. Yeah, and yeah. then finally, he's got his Omega form, where and he just consumes all of them. Ah, and then you can just use all the attacks at once. Yep, he's basically the Avatar state, <laughs> <laughs> essentially. Um. So, yeah, no, he's just fun, and he's a big punching bag, um, so he's very satisfying to knock around. Definitely. And, yeah, no, he's definitely a good one. Definitely, like, I feel like a lot of the, like, the bosses in the first half of the game tend to, like, kind of bleed together, at least when they're, like, humanoid. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, this is kind of a, a bit of a break from that, where it's a bit of fresh air. Definitely, um, yeah. But yeah, he's not too bad. Um, even on um, uh, critical, um, I took him out in the first go. But yeah, you beat him. No surprise, the kids failed. Look at that. <laughs> and then, oh no, let's go back to Christmas Town again. <laughs> Welcome to the re- the relay race that is Halloween Town version one point yeah. Well, I guess we uh, run out, and then we run into Sally, right? And doesn't she true, say, like, yeah. oh, like, mm-hmm. get going. But then yes. she, like, runs ahead, and then she 
gets there before we do. <laughs> yeah, it's it's kind of weird. So, oh, so or like, before, t- or do you run into her before the boss fight, and then you she run into her before the? Oh, no, after okay. the boss fight. Oh. Yes. So, oh god. So, <laughs> real quick before I forget, uh, you do get two things from Prison Keeper. Dawn gets hyper healing, which we talked about a while ago because Goofy gets it a while ago, but. That's uh, when they when the party members are KO'd, they come back with a good chunk of health very quickly. Uh, and Sora gets Flash Step, which I couldn't tell you which animation it is because there are a, are a million KH2 attack animations. But it's Flash Step is the one where he does a little spin in place. Okay. And it like sends Damn. out like a little ring. <laughs> mm. All right, cool. I, it's it kind of like, annoying. It, to it be was honest. like guard piercing effect, and I was like, "Ooh, what?" I yeah, don't I don't, I don't know about this. that. <laughs> Well, it's funny, because Keichu gives us a lot of, I was saying, attack abilities, and then Final yep. Mix adds adds to adds the alphabet soup more. of that, so it's like, yeah, I mean, no, literally looking at it, I couldn't even tell you what I unequipped, like maybe Aerial Sweep or something, to equip yep. Flash Step to see what it looked like, and I, I, couldn't tell you, I couldn't tell you what any of them actually are, besides like, Aerial Finish, Explosion yep. is my fave, and like, stuff like that, but they do... Uh, yeah, but sure. after the, so the cutscene after Prison Keeper is Santa venturing into the hinterlands and being like mm-hmm. mm, Jack Scouting I don't remember what he says but I'm just like Jack I forget if he's checking on the guys or Lily just being like oh what's going on here but I want to say the former and right. Sally is behind yeah Sally is behind a tree because this is uh, I would say impactful personally she literally is like, Sand- Sandy Claus, can you come here? I have something to tell you. And she's like, go home, lock the door, ignore Jack Skellington, yes. he's mine. And with that, yeah, I mean, she's like, she's like, yeah, she's like, please go home. Please never talk to Jack ever again. You're putting <laughs> ideas of Christmas in his head. And we can't really be having that. Yep. And then Oogie decides, oh, perfect opportunity. Yeet. <laughs> Yeah, so he sneaks up on them and kidnaps them both. Yes. And one thing I noticed about Oogie this go-around is how he he basically uses the word Oogie the way Smurfs use the word Smurf. Yes! <laughs> where he'll just use it like as any form in a sentence where he's like, Why don't mm. you Oogie on out of here? <laughs> Yep. Hope you like the Oogie gift I got you. <laughs> <laughs> and there are a few others that I can't remember. But it's like, okay, I don't... I don't even think in the movie he really does that. So I don't think yeah. so. Maybe because he has, like, his weird contraptions. Maybe, like, once or twice he says this is the... Maybe, like, this, this, is, the, this is the Oogie-mobile. But not even, like, that on the nose. Yeah. So. Yeah, it gets old. <laughs> yeah. Um. So... There could not. Gago save him. Let's yeah. do it. Oh, Maleficent makes the comment of he'll make a fine heartless, which we'll oh, talk about yes. shortly. <laughs> but, um, <Yeah>. okay. <laughs> yeah, so we go back to Christmas Town. And I guess we should talk a little bit about the, the Christmas Town Square, because there are a few little details. Um, yes. One, if you investigate the, um, the, the gate. Uh, and the sleigh, it says something like, oh, Santa must lock this gate to keep the sleigh from being stolen. <laughs> it's like, what? Who's stealing the sleigh? 
Like, isn't the entire town you like to know just a bunch of elves? <laughs> How dangerous is Christmas Town where you have to lock your look, sleigh behind this gate? Look, look, you haven't been to St. Patrick's Town. You know what they're like, man. Yeah, like, is it specifically to keep other holiday creatures <laughs> from messing with Christmas? <laughs> um, well, I would say my, my initial default very vanilla basic answer is to keep the heartless out, but they're I think there is an ulterior motive here. Why does Santa keep this locked up? Who has tried... Who in universe, yeah. who in world, I should say, has attempted... I mean, perhaps Jack. I'm not gonna lie. But... Yeah, like, they, they could have tied that in. Yeah, but, but realistically... So like again, realistically, who is trying like, to steal like they, like, Santa's sleigh? Like, like, you could have done something interesting there. If you yeah. Competent, but you didn't. We're not allowed to have fun. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, but the other detail is the malfunctioning merry-go-round, which yes. seemed like you had something to say about that one. Yes, so the merry-go-round, very similar to Dr. Finkelstein's uh, lab, there is a note in Santa's office that says the merry-go-round uh, was damaged, so be careful around it. Uh, but this one, as, as opposed to the guillotine square, where you run by something and it interacts... You can only walk up to mm-hmm. the merry-go-round and spin it as a reaction command. It'll it'll generate drive orbs when, it, when opponents get drawn in. Also, it deals a good chunk of damage. And it's got like a little cooldown, which is nice. I think this is what we should have done with Guillotine Square. Like, certain things that you can interact with, you get an effect, but then there's a cooldown. So, you can kind of coast through... Or I shouldn't say that, but... You can make the most out of it. We mentioned Halloween Town, or we mentioned Guillotine Square being more hindrance than helpful. So I really like the fact that Christmas Town has this thing, which I can use to my advantage when I want. And who doesn't love a nice, fun merry-go-round? Exactly. <laughs> of murder! Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, we go on through Santa's house we go, and... Well, I guess before that, we get the, the Oogie and Maleficent exchange, yes. actually. We're going to casually torture Santa Claus. We're going to bind him up, because Oogie's a little freak. He's into some weird stuff, but we don't judge him. We don't judge him at all. But he yeah. is sort of having some brain trouble. Yeah, he just, like, freezes in place. <laughs> System reboot. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Oogie's doing Oogie things, Maleficent's trying to do Maleficent things, and yeah, apparently sure. her whole plan this time, which I'm not convinced she didn't just make up on the spot, mm. but she wants to turn Santa Claus into a Heartless. <laughs> um, One, I want to know what yeah. Santa Heartless looks like now, but two, Nani Des? Yeah, like, why would you go to Santa Claus... To create a creature of complete darkness. <laughs> I, like, his I, heartless would be nothing, because he's yes, Santa. <laughs> I, again, we're just there's a million KH1 callbacks if we're doing this episode. We, we have a perfect example of Sora turning into a heartless. He turned to a damn shadow, because that boy yeah. is... He's an idiot. You can't deny that. But he's a good boy at the end of the day. He's as <laughs> pure as the driven snow. Yes. So what was Santa would be a little schmeckle? Yeah, it makes no sense. Like, shouldn't you know better than that, Maleficent? Like, 
If anything, he would make a strong nobody because we can assume, oh, he's strong hard enough where he would come back. Correct. But then that's Organization 13 territory, exactly. not Maleficent. So, like, <laughs> so I, like I, what? I, God. What are you the, talking about? She's crazy. <laughs> the Beast and Zaldan is done so, I wouldn't say perfectly, nothing's perfect in the world, um, IMO, but I think that the Beast and Zaldan is a very good interaction. Because that actually makes sense. The yeah. Beast is, a, you know, he's generally yearning to be a good person. But Zaldan is literally poking the bear, being like, hey, 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 get angry. Hey, hey, yeah. get angry. Hey. <laughs> Where's this? And we see her start to do a little ritual before Oogie, like, body checks her. But yeah. she's basically... <laughs> so my first thought when the scene first started was, uh, is where we going to put Santa in the machine? Is the machine going to torture him or convert him into a heartless somehow? But no, Maleficent just starts doing her little rain dance, and Oogie hurt, like, knocks her out of it, and she's like, what the yeah, hell? Yeah, like... Apparently, you could just turn people into Heartless, too? Like, what's that about? Yeah. I mean, so, flashback to, KH, again, KH1, uh, in the 2nd District in Traverse Town. When we see that guy get killed in yeah. front of us, and his heart gets yeah. released, but we also debated then, does that create a Heartless because your heart is literally lost? But, yeah, like, did you, yep. did you, just, <laughs> did you just kill Santa? Yeah. And if that's the case, why do we even provoke anybody like the you know Beast and Zelda? Why do we even do that? Why don't we just go around killing people and then using yeah. their corpses and their shadows against them? Yeah, I just... I do not know. But she finally takes a hint and she gets out of here because Oogie's like, listen, you suck. This is my show. Ah, uh, get out of here. Yeah. And she's like, oh, your impudence will serve you. I don't know. You'll rue the day you <laughs> yeah, dismiss exactly. my health. But yeah, this this one... Whatever, sweetheart. Yeah, I think it's middle of the way. It can be taken as Oogie doesn't want her, or Oogie is losing his damn mind. I think, I think it's more the, the latter, I think it's. I think it's a little bit of both, yeah. Yeah, because like... he's like, do you even remember who brought you back to life? How dare you? And he's like, sorry. sorry. Can't remember. Like, exactly. he very knowingly was like, oh, I can't remember, wink, wink. Like, no, he, he knows what he's doing. Yeah. Um, so. <laughs> so, yeah, she's out of the picture, which frees us up for an Oogie boss fight. Yep. Yay. And Donald so helpfully demonstrates the gimmick of the fight <laughs> for, yep. like, 20 seconds. <laughs> um, so, yeah, he's got this whole new torture chamber set up. With mm-hmm. the conveyor belts in the shop, where you have to switch between the different rows to whatever one he's hovering over, and then you gotta whack the presents at him, and then eventually he will. The little glass box will cave in, and it's very satisfying because he tumbles out, the presents tumble out, it's all exciting, and then you can finally beat him to a pulp. So it's very much like H1 Oogie Boogie, where he's invulnerable until. You knock him down or, you know, do something to where you can then get to him. And then you can find him only in chunks. Like, I think the first game's also, like, his his HP is basically divided into three. And then once you get past each one, like, he just automatically knocks you back. Yeah. Um, I feel like... I feel like for this one, I I should have not hit him to see, like... So when you knock him down in, in KH2, he just kind of huffs and puffs in place... But is it indefinite until you do a certain amount of damage? I definitely feel like KH1 is... It'll kick mm-hmm. you off after a certain amount, but you can do as little or as up until that Yeah, limit. that's a good question. So now I'm, yeah, yeah, now I'm curious if KH2 is just, all right, get to this certain damage marker, and then Oogie will get back in the booth. 
Um, yeah, I'm too afraid to test it by not doing anything. <laughs> I should have. I should have made multiple um, save states, but uh, but yeah, whatever. I but yeah, I think this is the first time I realized. So there are certain attacks that come from above. So I kind of position my camera like right around Sora's butt, looking upwards to see to kind yep. of get a glimpse of Ogie. Like I'm so used to just looking straight ahead and just. I mean, the reaction is the reaction is really called four, and you yep. you chip. <laughs> The boxes up into Oogie's booth, but yep. I like I actually locked onto Oogie and like stared at him the entire match as opposed to just the conveyor belt in front of me, kind of. So uh, the only attack that you would need to do that for is when he throws the dice at you, like the exploding dice. Um, and I I picked up on this time. There's a very distinct audio cue for that where he just does his little Ooh. yeah. Um, so I would like try training myself to respond to that. Okay, but um. Yeah, yeah no, there's a lot going on where you yeah. have to be like, ah, uh, yeah, eyes the, everywhere. The dice are much harder this time around too. The, the initial dice were could actually help you. Like they would either summon heartless, they would allow you to do something, or they would tick and explode. Whereas these ones, the minute they make contact with the with the the belt, the ground, they will explode. So if you happen to be there, uh, you better watch yourself. Exactly, and yeah, you have so much less space to like exactly, dodge them. Working, basically, we can only be on the conveyor belts. Um, uh, yep. he, uh, and here comes the giant fist also kind of starts from above <laughs> also because I am yeah. just usually laser focused on looking in front of me like trying to avoid stuff in front of me and also trying to hit the boxes that I feel yep. like I never see the giant fist coming so I, I can't, that's mm. why I also moved my camera angle so I could see what the hell is actually going on and keep track of everything gotcha yeah. Um, so that, yeah, that, that really helped as well but uh, yeah yeah, he's got some other tricksies. So I I should also mention, uh, we should, after you stun him, he gets back in the booth. He speeds up the conveyor belts, and at the yep. end of each conveyor belt is a big bed of spikes. So you should yep. jump because when you jump. Yeah, keep you're jumping. Not, you're not on the conveyor belt. <laughs> yep, especially if you level it up once or twice with high jump. That'll that'll serve you well. Um, yeah, the um the whole like shuffling the assembly lines like that doesn't come into play as much as I remember it. Where like I only had to like actually switch like three or four times and yeah. like it it's pretty easy to like get to where you need to go. Mm-hmm. Um you have to wait for the yeah, you have to wait for the light the right holes to light up, but it's not too yeah. far fetched. They kinda of have a they have a, they literally do have a pattern to them, so they do their pattern. They're on pause yeah. for like five seconds and then go back to the the start of their cycle so you can cycle through you can remember which one goes which but yeah it doesn't really matter until the second time you knock him down like literally halfway through the boss fight is when he's like okay there are these side panels or side belts that i should be using right it's like that's mm-hmm, like a, exactly i have options i got mix-ups yeah, but yeah they don't come into play as as often as i would like but right and nonetheless, they're pretty easy to remedy. I feel like getting to the... Fr- it's always the timing that's always a pain in the butt. It's never, I'm struggling to get to the front of the conveyor belt. So... Yeah. Yeah. I It's, it's still... It adds a little spice to the, the match, so... I'm not going to complain. Yeah. But uh, but also around the time that Oogie realizes he got, he's got side checks is also when he's realized he's got other bags of tricks up his sleeves as well. Uh, and some of them aren't literal bags. There will be... Gift bags full of heartless. Yep, heartless to go. Yep. 
So you might catch. Yeah, a, they're like... actually they're pretty tricky. Like mm-hmm. this is like one of the rare scenarios where a boss summoning Heartless actually poses a threat because again, you have such little space to avoid them where you kind of have to take them out. Yeah. Um, so the White Knights and the Emerald Blues can pop out of the bags, and White Knights are lanky boys, so. Their yep. whole spin attack is probably the length of that conveyor belt, so you better right. watch your ass. And then we've, yeah. we've talked about Emerald Blues, so yeah. Yes, you, they you have no you space to run the. F- you have no space to run from the tornado when you are on a conveyor belt with spikes at one end, so mm-hmm. it is it is a rock and a hard place, 100%. <laughs> yep. And then his last trick is he summons a little lightning storm. Mm-hmm. Um... And it's annoying because they'll either go to the right or to the left. And I found that they only ever went to like where the majority of the dice were or the presents were positioned on yep. the semi line, so you couldn't hit the dice, otherwise you get hit by the lightning strike. <laughs> the game knows what you want and says, nah, what yep. if I were to mess you up? Exactly. <laughs> so But yeah, I mean really the whole point of this fight is just patience, you know, don't 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 overbet. Don't show your hand. Just mm-hmm. wait for the right moment. Yeah, but, the only um, thing you really have to lose is Oogie might change lanes. That's the only real annoying thing. And exactly. From a time sense, yeah, that's that's it. Like you yeah. can you can pace yourself to this fight. Yeah, but no, I really like this fight. Much like how I liked the KH1 Oogie, where it's just mm-hmm. different, and I like how he fights. You know very sneakily with like traps and stuff like that's clever and yeah yeah, this is probably like aside from prison keeper this is like the first notable boss fight to me of like oh they're actually doing something kind of different here where like (laughs) it's got like a little bit of a gimmick to it as opposed to just you know mash x mash x mash x mash x yeah i feel like up (laughs) until now if i if i had to pick a top three episode now like this is at the top Hydra, I've always I always enjoyed, and yeah. uh, Shadow Stalker to Darkthorn is also fun too. Yeah, but, but definitely. Some of them are very forgettable or not as hard as we remember. Obviously, revisiting yeah. them all. So. Also, this is the first use of the boss theme, which I do not remember off the top of my head. It's like but the it's calling right now, Woo. the calling something like that. Um, um, it's gonna bug but me. No. And I literally it's have the, the documents so. Oh god, we have to go to disc 3 now! Oh, I I actually, I went there for... Oh, lordy! I went there for pirate stuff, so actually not. Um, Actually, I don't even know what it is, actually. It's not Deep Anxiety. Maybe. It might be be Sinister Shadows. Alright, I'm not going to open these audio files while we're recording. Nope, let's not do that. (laughs) Exactly. But it's a good track, and yeah, you're probably listening to it right now, or you were listening to it a little bit ago. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, he dead. And then he crumbles into bugs again, because you can't have a noogie death without his bugs all coming apart. (laughs) Yeah, I always mix up who ends up stepping on the final bug. Because in the movie, it's Sandy Claus. Yes. Here, it's Donald. Correct. For some reason. <laughs> and then, in Cage 1, I always think someone's going to do it, but no one does it. Correct, They just yes. let like that last final, little bug Yeah, the final go. bug just kind of shrivels up and dies. Yeah, right go back to your home and tell them what happened. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, yeah. But I always remember Donald gets the kill here. Yeah. 
for some reason, and his adorable little jolly foot. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, yeah, boss fight is done. Uh, you do get a magnet spell. But we will talk about that next time, because, one, I have not used it yet. And, Me neither. <laughs> well, that's, that's pretty much it. Like... I don't have any thoughts on it because eh, I don't really use Magna a lot, so I'll have to actually pay attention to it uh, yeah. in our next world. But that's neat. New spells are fun. Always. Uh, but yeah, we beat Oogie and we shaved Krishmish. So the gang's all back and Santa's like, I can take care of this. No worries. But uh, Jack, maybe, <laughs> maybe you should just, you know, stick to Halloween and then... Jack has a little musical number where he drops some bars and has a new lease on life. If Halloween's become too routine, then I'll come up with something new that'll really make them scream. <laughs> yes! What's funny, because he says this after Sandy gives him the, the Santa, Sandy Claus outfit. So he's like, yeah. I'm the master of terror while he's wearing his yeah. Santa Claus lookalike <laughs> costume. So Exactly. Uh, yeah. And then uh, the mayor inexplicably shows up, and he's like, Jack, I need your help planning the next Halloween. And Jack, I can't do anything without you. Please. Please come yeah. with me. And he doesn't go as far to say it, but you know he wanted to say, I'm only an elected official. I can't do uh, these things by myself. Because yes. he did it at the start of the world. It's like, okay, that mm-hmm. joke has officially expired. Yes. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, Jack's decided. Yeah, I'll do the Halloween thing, and then what's this? Yeah, Jack, this is no time for jokes. I actually did like that line from the mayor Jack. when Jack starts glowing. It's yeah. pretty cute. He is the <laughs> mother freaking key item of this world. Just, and it's, just Jack. It's the most memorable <laughs> in, in, in IMO because it usually looks like Sora does his power up. You show the item, it's just Jack, like, in a still frame of, like, I'm trapped yeah. here. I'm trapped in the crystal, I can't move. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> obviously, it's the Santa suit, but, yeah, Jack is wearing the Santa suit, so he's pulled so... into the nether dimension with Sora, and, yeah, it's very strange. <laughs> yeah. But, but yeah, anyway. another lane has opened. So... Ooh. Sora and gang are ready to hit the old dusty trail before he has a heart-to-heart with Santa. Mm. And Santa says, hmm, if I remember correctly, it was your friend who said he didn't believe in me. And then Sora says, actually, Riku did say that. (gasps) It was Riku who was the non-believer. Look, I can totally believe that because Riku is such (laughs) an asshole in KH1. Yeah, no, that was, that was a good character, uh decision like that totally checks out (laughs) um but what doesn't check out are the unlimited powers of one chris kringle (laughs) (laughs) so the whole existence of santa claus just throws everything into jumbo (sighs) or limbo i mean because yeah he's not just the santa of halloween town apparently he's the santa of every world because he's able he knows who sora is he knows He's knows exact yeah. like he can track exact conversations between yes. him and Riku, <laughs> and yeah, like so he just knows about other worlds, which doesn't. It's like okay, so he's one of those few characters who's aware of all these other <sighs> worlds. Omnipresent, aren't you, Santa? Yeah, and also 
if he's like Santa, like how we were, most of us understand Santa, where like he's kind of like an immortal being, mm-hmm. we can assume he's like pretty old. So yes. he's probably been around since the Keyblade War. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> so he's probably one of the few characters who have survived since the before times. Perhaps. <laughs> yep. Um, and also, I mean, like, you know, can he travel to other worlds with that sleigh of his? Like, does he mm. act? Because even Donald was like, who's going to deliver my presents? <laughs> yep. So th- we have to question that, too. So, yeah. Santa is the strongest character in the Kingdom Hearts universe. Uh, as, as, as always, <laughs> Santa reigns supreme. Never forget. But apparently, even though he can, you know, bug your entire conversations, he can't tell Sora where Riku is. He just tells him, oh, just believe in Riku like you believed in me. I don't know. That usually works. And Sora's like, <laughs> thanks, Santa. Oh, boy. And they walk away and Santa's like, that kid will believe anything. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. I would love that, actually. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, yeah. Santa Claus... Very interesting when you really think about what's going on there. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that is Halloween Town uh, Christmas Boogaloo. So that wraps it for this week's episode. Yeah. Trying to think if there's any other random notes I had, but I think I, I think I got to everything. I think course, so as well, yeah. Now right. that I said that, I'm going to remember as soon as we start stop recording. But <laughs> that's fine. It, yeah, it's, I think it's I think for do. now we are all set. Yeah, we'll have no, we'll have no regrets afterwards. Yeah. So if you enjoyed uh, this discussion, uh, please rate and review on your podcast platform of choice. Oh. You can also subscribe if you have not already. You can also email us at khbh at uh, gmail, or sorry, khbhpodcast at gmail.com, which you can also find in the episode description. You know, send us a little letter to Santa and we'll decide if you're naughty or nice. Um, You can also uh, tell a friend who also likes Kingdom Hearts things. And yeah, thanks so much for listening. You know what? Just for listening, you are on the nice list. Good for you. (laughs) <laughs> so next week will be uh exciting question mark episode <laughs> uh where we will be venturing we'll be taking a safari into the pride lands Ooh, so that'll be a fun one it is the well no it's not the last disney world far from it actually but it's it's the end of the road as far as the world map goes so That'll be fun. We'll have an equally fun Disney corner to go along with it. Um, it's a big one. The Lion King, obviously. Uh, so come back next week to hear what our thoughts are. Yeah. So, yeah, we are getting there. We're almost to the halfway point. Mm-hmm. It's just speeding along. But, yeah. yeah. Alrighty. I think well, that's I- that. Okay, to the gummy ship and away on a one horse open sleigh. <laughs> <laughs>
Jingle bells, spooky. I'm trying to. I keep hearing the Christmas puns, but I should be mindful of the Halloween, time. The Eternal this... is is, is yeah. ha- uh, Nightmare on Christmas. Uh, a Nightmare Before Christmas, a Halloween or a Christmas movie. Yeah. Really well, we are posting theory? this episode mid October, so should lean Correct. more into the Halloween side. But mm-hmm. eh, it's whatever. what perfect it's timing. Whatever. Yeah. All right. Yep. We'll see you next week, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs>